Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of the Teacher Surgery, where we take real and relevant questions from parents like yourself. And also please feel free to comment below as well if you have a question in the meantime or something sparks an idea, put it below. I'm your host Kelly and today I'm joined by my lovely Rima, Emeka and Amber. Um, how are you guys? Are you well? Good, good. I feel like you lot all look really summery. I feel like it's full on winter, but we would just move on quickly <laughs> by that fact. I feel like you lot all should be in Miami. We've got a really interesting question and I think it's really pertinent for right now. Since the pandemic, my child has fallen behind. How does my child get support they need to get back on track? So Amber, over to you. How would you answer that question? That's a really good question. Um, I would say the best way to support a child that's feeling behind, well, lots of people have been feeling that urge of being uncomfortable and not prepared for what they've missed out on. And I think it's about reassuring the child that everybody's in the same boat and just giving them a set of steps to take, maybe looking at the curriculum together, giving them extracurricular activities that they could participate in to benefit them and support them in their subjects that they are underperforming in. Um, I think also maybe arranging sessions with your subject teachers, liaising with staff, finding resources outside of school as well, and putting together maybe a timetable with your parents where you can sit at home and go through what it is that they're not familiar with. Schools tend to be really good at having intranets and that is a really good place to go to, to find out what the exam board is, what the curriculum is, and their statement of intent, so what it, it is they're actually doing in their specific year. So that's probably the direction I would take for a child that's... I'm going to ask you a question, and I feel like it's going to be a silly question surrounded by educational professionals, but I hope parents, there's no such thing as a silly question. Amber, you said, look at the curriculum. Where do I go to find out that what is the curriculum? Am I going on the intranet? You said that, like, intranet, oh, but so, that's a school website yeah. and stuff like that. Where am I going to find out about that? And say so my kids, they're not just, like, like over the pandemic, they've not probably interest grown so much in school and learning. And you said, like, let's do that together. Where am I going to find out all of this information? I think when you go, when I say the intranet, I meant you might have, like, a VLE or a setup. There should be a site where you can go to, but you might need VLE. to speak to... So VLE is like virtual learning site, but Perfect. you might have Google Classroom as well. Schools have many things, but it depends on your school that you're at. So you might need to go and speak to your head of year or your subject teachers to find out where you can find that. And then also booking meetings with your subject teachers that you are feeling anxious or nervous about developing further or practicing what you've actually missed out on. Um, and then, as I was saying, when you're at home with your, with your parents and you put together that timetable, you could look at GCSE Pod or um, what's another good? Is that a website? Yes, it's a website. Oh, lovely. Uh, BBC yeah, Bite Size, um, also Kahoot. They've got really good quizzes, things on there that you can actually do and practice at home, depending on the subject. So it's got math, science, English, media, art. We've got a variety of subjects really great. Where you can, you I can, think yeah. also, sorry to cut in there, sorry. I think also a really great place to, to start um, if you're completely oblivious to, you know, what my child is actually doing in school is literally the school website itself. It will always outline, um, you know, what's happening <coughs> um, in each uh, sort of curriculum um, year by year. So it gives you a good place 
in terms of uh, what your child's doing in any particular subject. And then, of course, you can use that to um, organise um, meetings with um, subject leaders or even classroom teachers and things of that nature. But um, I think it's just really important. Um, the pandemic has thrown everyone, of course, um, students, teachers, you name it, everyone's, you know, sort of trying to find their parents again. So organising um, a timetable, um, a timetable with your child um, in order to sort of get them back into routine. I mean, I know we're all back in school now, but it's it's, it's changed. And, yeah. you know, at any given time, your child might be off from school because, because the whole year is not isolation, yeah. yeah. Or your, your child is self-isolating um, themselves. And so having that timetable in place, um, coupled with, you know, the, the foundation information you would have gained from, you know, looking things up um, on the internet, on the school website, will do that for you. Can I just add as well, I know sometimes as well some parents feel like I've already gone on the internet I've tried to look and find what's there and I've tried to contact a parent a teacher and they're self-isolating so I can't get through to them yeah. and it's that miscommunication that gap of where do I go next and I think another good thing from what you're saying there if you find out from the website the school website which exam board your your child is under you can even go to the exam board itself and you can oh, look wonderful. like for that's example that's really interesting that's really good yeah for example it could be aqa it could be edexcel you go straight to that site you type in gcse and you should be able to see the full specification which will give you a breakdown just a booklet and amber if this and Rima, like you said, if this is not on the website can i go to the teacher and say what exam board my children's doing maths or she's doing english or science or drama can i find out the exam board even if I can get that, then I can go to that yeah. to that website. Emeka, I just want to bring in Emeka in as well. Are we finding that it's deviating from primary school to secondary school or even to college around how children have been, and not children, young people, uh, how they've been affected by the pandemic? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I can more focus on the college perspective. And yeah. then as, obviously as a father, I can also talk about my daughter who's in primary school and talk to how that's affected her. So from a college perspective, as, as a teacher, a lot of mental health issues have been highlighted for young people between the age of 16 to 19. You know, um, had a lot of, uh, not a lot, sorry, 102 sort of suicidal attempts in that time. Oh, wow. And so, you know, each college, each school, each institution should have uh, a safeguarding team sure. who should be on call. And, lot, you know, my, my college at the time were very responsive in terms of as soon as this message came to me, literally, at night time because we all have teams yeah so normally i would normally just sign out sometimes but for some reason i didn't sign out this particular day and it came in in the evening and then it was another student from my class who said so, so you need to get in contact with so and so because this is the message that she sent and it seems like she's yeah, going to go through worried. with it and this middle of the night i've you know i've emailed our safeguarding team and you know they were able to intervene and you know take her to hospital to pump her stomach and so on and so forth so it's it's been challenging for a lot of young people and you never know what young people are going through at home as well you know so uh, a lot of challenges at home the barriers to learning and so now they have to be forced to be in that environment because sometimes school can be the escape and maybe the safest place yeah, for a young person from, from all of that thing that will happen in, at home and so now it's like you're being forced to stay there and this, this is part of the issue as well and in regards to that my daughter in primary school, like the lady said, it was having a structure, all right? Because it's easy to then say, parents are working from home as well. Yeah. Um, and so it's harder to now say, I'm going to teach my child because you've got meetings yourself. You've got Zoom meetings and whatever else that you're doing. So 
speaking to the teachers, understanding what the, the scheme of work is, all right, and doing your best to facilitate activities to keep them engaged as best as possible. And that's, and I think the key word for me is taking responsibility. Yeah, and I think there has to be an acknowledgement across the board how challenging it, it has been for parents as well. And just, and sometimes you're working from home, but sometimes you're going to work and, and maybe leaving one parent who's like, maybe not so well fame with like monitoring and keeping a check on making sure that they're doing their homework and they're logged on on time like i've got stories and i won't say who where my, uh, the young person should have been online but was very cozy in bed yeah. and i'm sure those are not far-fetched stories yeah. uh you know that you know parents have had you what your child's supposed to be logged on um but i wanted to ask you is, and I think we're focused on like children like falling behind and I know that's absolutely a concern and you know and how like I've spoken to colleagues and friends throughout the pandemic and how it was really upsetting for people. I know one colleague personally who took a month of work and just said I can't, I can't manage being at work, I can't manage the homeschooling, yeah. my kids need me, I need to get them into a routine and settle because they are so worried about their GCSEs and, and actually the colleague she had quite small you know children that were in primary school. But we have that as well, like children falling behind. But are we really managing like their mental health? And are, you know, are our schools really facilitating support for, you know, like making sure that we're looking after our young people's mental health? Right. I think, I think generally speaking, um, schools have started to make, at very least, started to make provisions in order to take care um, of kids, um, their mental, um, mental health and well-being and. Uh, things of that nature. I think generally speaking, uh, and this I think kind of rounds up everything in which we've kind of been talking about, um, you know, the pandemic has meant for a lot of people, I think we just generally think it's a bad thing, um, but we do have to organise our time um, yeah. more differently. This means actually having an active input within um, our children's day-to-day um, -day life. That includes academically as well as you know socially personally you know just the, the whole round of it all and um, I think that um, in doing so mental health kind of ties in with it very well um, but actually also gives us an opportunity as parents as well to kind of be more informed with what our um, kids um, have been doing at school I think traditionally speaking we kind of leave it to school leave it to teachers yeah and, absolutely you know we, we don't really know what's going on with them and kind of leave it at that um, yeah. But we've had the chance. I see Amber and the Mecca like fighting. Who's going to get in? Who wants to get in? That final point. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to say that is so key. I mean, schools are doing their part in ensuring students are taking the time for their well-being, you know, putting together extracurricular activities where they just have some fun and relax and get into that whole idea of being in school and having to learn and, you know, just enjoying each other's company. But I think it's really important that we remember that when those children leave school, they go home. So what yeah. happens there? Are we praising our young people for, you know, the most the, the stuff that they do know? Because I think we tend to nag of, you don't know this, you don't know that, but but they know this, you know? So have you praised as, them for as, that? Um, as said, but you know all the lyrics to all the songs. You know, you know everything that's, that's, that's on it. the Megatron or whatever. And we they praise have. them the for that. Have, I don't yeah. know. And we should praise them for that because yeah. that's something. You know, everybody has been affected by this, and it shouldn't be the focus of what haven't they learned, what do they not know. It's about what we're going to do with the time that we have now. Yeah. How are we we going to ensure that we can do better and yeah. what we and with the time that we have left. Yeah, that's a really great point to end on. Thank you, guys. As always. 
I have some questions, some little bonus round questions. And I'm going to ask Rima to select a question. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love a lady that loves pink. Oh, brilliant. After my heart. Okay, so it says here, my child lacks confidence and doesn't speak up. How can I help my child become more confident? Oh, who wants to answer uh, that? Emeka's already going, yeah. so let's go with Emeka. Um, this is just something I do at home. So, for instance, part of the structure that I had for my daughter, she, she's 11, um, is... She would ask a question because I think sometime we was going somewhere and Florence Lines girl came up and she said, Daddy, who's that? And I said, you do a presentation and then you deliver it to us um, in two or three days' time. Oh, so she nice. went home. She Google went, is your friend. <laughs> she went home, she did all her research and she created a PowerPoint. And oh, then, nice. Um, and At then 11, Emeka? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so we turned off the TV when she was done and then connected the laptop to the TV and she presented Lovely. for about 15 minutes. And so normally she's somebody that doesn't want to speak in front of people, but obviously we're family, so you can start building that confidence from home and hopefully she'll now take that to secondary school with her. So that's just something I did personally, um, for, you know. That's amazing. <laughs> you probably praised really your, your daughter quite a bit there. Yeah. I think that's really important um, in building confidence, just praising, yeah, praising definitely. Your, um, your child, uh, praising the children that um, you're around. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to build them up. It's going to definitely get them to that place where, you know, they, they own what they can do and, you know, they're, they're ready to showcase it to the world. Can, can I just add one yeah. more thing as well? kind of what Emeka said about giving them that time that so be the facilitator but allowing them to do to take charge yeah. so my 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 children I tend to do a lot of role play with them and they pick a toy they tell me what we're doing with that toy they do I the speaking it. they lead it all I just oh, okay okay and that's that's it you're just yeah. sitting back just listening <laughs> I love it I love it guys thank you this has been such an interesting conversation and I hope that people at home have been able to take some of the information and take it in and process it because I think you've dropped some real gems today. So thank you for imparting that knowledge. And thank you. I just remind everyone, this is a learning space where a family learning together, it's not a judgment space as well. And, and find the joy in like, if their children are doing good, praise them and tell them that they're doing good. And sometimes we're so quick to say the children are falling behind, but how do we know they're even falling behind? They might just be exactly where they're supposed to be. So. That's something you shared with me. I'm learning. I'm picking up. I'm getting good. <laughs> Listen, when I have, yeah, I'm going to be great the next time I'm a mum. But I know, like, that's such a like, great knowledge to share with me. Family, if you want to make a comment or have anything to say, or if there's some questions that you want to share with us, or it could be that you're, we answer your question as part of our another show, then please leave a comment below. But as always, please like and subscribe and follow. Thank you.